People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Guys, how are we doing? Welcome back. It's been a long time, guys. Been two or three months. I hope you guys are doing well. I see you guys smiling. Fuck, the kid is back. Wow, that's like nine seconds in. We made it until our first bad word. Anyways, how the hell are you? I hope you guys are doing well. I know some of you are doing well. I know some of you guys, life's kicking your butt right now. I know uh, you guys are going through the motions. Uh, a lot of you guys have kept contact and, and reached out to check on me to see what was up. Besides the podcast, just how my well-being was doing, my life was going. And the kid is doing well, man. I, I'm doing well. Uh, in regards to why the podcast went lost, I told you guys if I felt like I had nothing to talk about or was being ungenuine or fake, I would not do it. And that is what I did. I felt like at that point I had everything to talk about that I that I had gotten to in my growth pretty much. So I stopped cold turkey like I said. I know a lot of people don't like it. I know in the entertainment business, uh if you want to do things like this, you need to put bullshit out every week, every day. You know, you the universe has to revolve around you and I'm just not that type of guy. You know, I'm worried about my friends, my family, other things. Um and real life, you know, this is a hobby that I love, but I have a real job that I'm continuing to grow in. I I was recently at the time that I stopped doing the podcast, I was also promoted and learning a new p- p- uh, position. So the podcast wasn't my priority. <clears throat> and I had nothing to talk about, like I said. And we're back with the throat things. Sorry, uh, Christina, I have no honey this time. But that was great advice that you gave two podcasts ago. Um, but yeah, man, I hope you guys are doing well. It's been a while. In regards to the last episode, too, the <laughs> I know a lot of you guys weren't happy. Because um, <laughs> it's two different... You know, I love Andy and Leo. Those guys are my boys. I'm proud of them. They're doing, they're killing it. Um, but you guys, it's two different crowds. You know, what you guys come to listen to me and what they do are two different things. It doesn't mean that they suck or I suck. It just means it's two different crowds, pretty much. You know, so uh, I know their fans weren't happy with me on their uh, on their channel, and I I know a lot of you guys weren't happy with them on this channel because it's not motivation or self growth or nothing like that. It's it was it was their story, and you guys just weren't interested, and, and it is what it is. And at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck who listens or who doesn't listen, you know. That's just how I am. Uh, I want to grow. I'm always, this thing could turn, I would love to turn it to Joe Rogan, right? But this thing is always going to be genuine from my heart. I'm always going to, it's. I'm going to be the same guy on the mic, off the mic, at the gym, at work. I'm always the same guy. I pride myself in authenticity, which I think is a trait that is extremely lost in this day and age, you know, the first, we always, I always go after social media, but I've noticed this new trend that nobody does anything without posting it on social media, they do shit in life for social media, so it's funny, I recently uh, acquired a new vehicle, and went on vacation, and didn't post a single picture of either one, and my friend was like, what's wrong with you, so I'm not posting anything to get impressed, I don't give a fuck who likes me, man, I'm not here for fucking, I'm me, and that's it, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm me, and I'm not unhappy in, uh, in my life that I need to show shit to get likes. You know, the gym journey's cool. and But if I posted those pictures and they got zero likes, I would give a fuck. Because it's my hard work that I put out there. And I posted in the in the thought process of hoping that it could help somebody that maybe is in that step zero where I was when I started. And I can, and I can help them like Logan helped me, you know. Or like my friends helped me. You know, like my, my chick helped me start the battle, you know. <clears throat> But likes and, and follows and subscribe here, uh, fucking do diddly squat for me. That's not the real world. The internet goes away, you go away, you know? Can you still go knock on those fucking friends' doors that you call friends? Can you still have a dinner with them and have something to talk about without looking at your phone or some bullshit? 
uh, I'm constantly chasing towards uh, the power of the human will, the power of the human spirit, and, and my growth and development as a man and as a human, you know, with all the tools that I've been given. I, what I wasn't given in materialistic thing, I was given in people, in all parts and times of my life. This whole podcast will be a rant. There are no notes, by the way. I decided that there will be no notes for the first month back, uh, just in case if I sound like I'm bouncing around. But I'm going to try to flow through everything as much as possible. Uh, as I was saying, what I wasn't gifted in materialistic things, I was gifted in people. You know, I had the strongest, I have the strongest mother uh, that I believe has ever been put on this world. And if that's not your opinion about your mom, then you're being fucking too humble, okay? Unless your mom was a crackhead shitbag, and even then you still got some love for her. Um, you got to believe that you have the best fucking parents in the world. Noticing their flaws when they get older is a different story. You know, uh, every once in a while Superman falls down, and it's it's fine. None of us are perfect. None of us, if you're trying to achieve perfect, it's a, it's a some it's the wrong way to chase. But anyways, I've had the right friends in the right moments. And the right mentors and and the right people around me in certain parts of time where they play bigger roles. And I once read that every, everybody, there's a movie called Sin Doge in New York that Philip Seymour Hoffman did, R.I.P., that is amazing. And if you watch it, everybody, this guy studies him for 30 years to play him in the movie that he's directing about himself and his life. So <laughs> it's crazy. It's really a mind bender. It's a thinker. You got to watch it and pay attention. But everybody in your life has a role. We're all, I'm playing roles in your guys' lives. You guys are playing roles in my life. And sometimes it's your you know, person in background. And then sometimes it's, you know, you're in the forefront. And you might be giving me advice or, a, you know, whether Wiser. Wiser, this whole time that I've been gone, has sent me little tidbit nice messages uh, through Instagram to check on me to make sure I'm doing It's always, hope you're doing good. Hey, uh, sorry about the, I always feel bad. Sorry the podcast is coming back. Hey, it doesn't matter. I hope as long as everything's well, you're good. I appreciate you like that. I just got off the phone with fucking uh, Hispanic. He knows who he is, my boy Ryan. Uh, he's doing good. He's locked in. He kept contact the whole entire time the podcast was down. Pops, I kept contact with. My mentor, uh, who's very salty and sweet, but he's going to enjoy listening to this, uh, got on my ass about slacking. But uh, I, him, of all people, understand that the podcast was not the most important thing after getting promoted was to learn everything that I had to learn and be effective and a good leader and not just a paper leader. So he, he understands about that, you know. Um, Logan's kicking ass. Uh, I talk to him every day as well. My chick is, you know, the anchor. She she uh, she makes she's the one that steers this boat because without having an anchor, you, you're kind of you're kind of like a guy in a parachute in a windstorm, just going everywhere. So. But anyways, uh, back to the conversation with my friend about the social media. He said, I didn't post anything. I said, who am I posting it for? I can send you the pictures of my vacation if you'd want to see it uh, because you have an interest in it. But post it out there to flaunt or flex. I don't give a single fuck about people's opinions. And I, I've, now I, now as I've gotten older and I, you know, my mom came over, happy 61st birthday to mom. It was October 2nd. We celebrated it, just me, her, and some cupcakes with my wife. Uh, we had a great time, you know, just, just me, her. And my wife watching, um, my chick and my wife are the same person, by the way. I jump between names. I call them two things. Uh, chick is what I love to call her because I've always called my chicks my chicks. Uh, and wife is what she is in her position. <laughs> I guess when she applied for the job, she was promoted. Anyways, we had a, uh, a great, I always have these great conversations with my mom. I know she wants to come on the podcast. You guys want her on. But we end up having these life conversations that I'm so grateful to have at this age. Um, and they're never recorded, and I think there's fucking something beautiful about that, because some shit deserves to be saved and just put in your, in your soul and your heart, you know what I mean? 
I love that I went on vacation. I took a bunch of pictures. I went to a beautiful place. But the fucking beautifulest thing that I saw was her across from the table for me during dinner. That's that's what it is. And I think everybody, you know, you have to get to these, to your own breakthroughs and your levels. But if you don't work towards it, you're never going to get there. But anyways, I'm jumping around. Um, I told him I'll send him the pictures if he wants to see them. So I sent him the pictures of the car. I sent him pictures of the vacation. He said, that's beautiful. And I said, listen, man, what am I trying to prove to social media? My real friends, I have their numbers and I know their addresses. If I want to go pass by, I'm seeing, if I want to go see G, I jump in my car. I go, hey, man, I'm passing by. Is it a good time? Yeah, man, pass by, brother. I pass by. Hey, I want to talk to Logan. I text him. Hey, I want to see my chick. I go, I go see her. Hey, I want to see Robert. I go see him. You know, my schedule is fucked up and it's reversed from everybody else. But that's, that's kind of what I do. I don't. I think if you want to post it for a genuine reason, then post it. You know, if you think it's helping. Uh, and this is my viewpoint and my opinion point. Under no fucking circumstances, this factual. Nothing you speak is fact. It is your, it is fact to you and opinion to others. Remember that. Because if they don't agree or their perspective is different or their mindset is different, you're going to get a completely different viewpoint pretty much. And, and you know, sticks and stones and you're not going to agree. Um, the reason with me that I don't post all my accomplishments on social media is because I'm a memory hoarder, right? I like knowing that we had those memories and I get to fucking hold them close and I don't have to share them. But I can look at them in my phone and share them with my friends if I want to a thousand times until I decide it's time to share them if that time comes. Everything is so public in this day and age that people post every part of their life, right? I don't post my per my relationship on life. Happily married, I don't post my relationship why not? Because not everybody wants to see you doing good, man. Sometimes they want to just see what the fuck you're doing and hoping it derails, right? Also, with everything being 100% out there, why would you have your love life out there? You're inviting in all negative energy, all haterade, all the bullshit, all the fake fucking uh, reactions and smiles. And social media is just in a fucking weird place where you got, it's kind of like another job. You got to be careful. Excuse me. How you post on it, why you're posting on it, what you're addicted to it, and what you're getting out of it. My weight loss journey has been cool because it's actually motivated a lot of people. And I've become their unicorn, but I'm also chasing my own unicorns, you know. And then I was also having, this is, this is like a roll-on to that. So I was having a conversation with my buddy, and he said, sometimes I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, right? Because I've put in levels to get to, I put in work to get into the level that I'm at, right? So we're not, everything is different, driven by perspective, right? Because if you take two steps to the left, you might see it from my angle, but you might have a completely different view. If that doesn't go over your head, right? So my perspective is because I've worked towards it every where I'm at, right? So to him, I'm levels ahead and I, he doesn't understand. I might as well be speaking another language because he hasn't even started to do the mental work, right? He's done the normal bullshit work. But then I have friends that I talk to like Devin, Debo, Devarius, Logan, you know, my mentor, my mother. Like they all have different aspects of life where I'll talk to them. And it might as well be a different language because I have no idea because I'm not there yet. For all my life experience that I do have at 31 years old, there's some things you do have to experience to go through um, and you just can't see it. And then there's also some certain situations, you know, like I used to take everything personal. I still take everything personal away, but that's it's weird. I used to take it personal the way that I'd, I'd sit and fester and anger that you slighted me. Now I laugh. I don't give a fuck. Because it is what it is. Because you're projecting some insecurity or some fear or some lack, some missing puzzle piece in your book to me. So now I become the one at fault and the one in, the one that you don't like or the reason because I don't have that weakness. But I have my own weaknesses that you're not realizing. You know, 
you're not realizing that we're all human beings and everybody has their own shit going on, whether it be big or small. Now, contrary to movies, you don't have shit going on 24 hours a day. There are boring days, right? And you don't have shit going on at the same time. One of your friends could be going through the worst time in their life and it could be a great time for you. Like, I don't know. I'm not close enough with my friends anymore. I'm on the outside very much with them. You know, they, they can't fucking call or text. And I mainly do the reaching out, which I said was stopping. So, you know, that sucks. Yeah, there's 20 years of friendship. But then at the end of the day, if you can't make the effort to reply to a text or call back, then we have nothing to discuss. That's it. It's no hatred. It's no love loss. It's just thanks, man. But this this chapter stops right here. Maybe you come on later in the book again. Maybe you don't. It is what it is. Progress stops for no one. My progress is not materialistic. It's not flossing. It's all mental and knowledge and power and mastering my body and my myself, my mind, uh, my soul and my spirit. You know, to fix band aids and cuts and stitches from the past internally and externally, to be what I'm happy with, my inner happiness. Now, happiness is not a 24/7 thing either, guys. This is something that I've read a lot of. Of you know. Bukowski, Edgar Allan Poe, like philosophers, that they talk about this. And I'm very much of the stoic personality where I live happy moments, not happily, right? So I have happy moments. They're beautiful. I live in that moment. I love it now. And then I take it and I put it away in the chest and then I keep going. And I realize it's it's almost like a, like a foodie, right? There's people that go, I need to eat the best fucking food every day because I can afford it and I work for it. And God bless them. They have that love. I don't have that love. Food is fuel to me. I can eat pizza and chicken nuggets and burgers every day, but I got to eat the healthy shit because I got to drop weight again, right? So, it's kind of how it goes. <clears throat> and a quick update on the gym. Man, it feels good coughing in your guys' ears. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, it's been... I had an injury two months ago, neck and shoulder, where my left arm pretty much went completely numb, and I couldn't... I, I lost the love for the gym again, right? So, for two months, maybe two and a half months... I have been eating whatever I want, and the kid has shot up 28 pounds again, right? So now we're back to 320, nice and heavy. 318, 320, nice and heavy again. The best thing about falling on your fucking face is that you can lose weight again, you know? Oh, man, doesn't it, a shame? Doesn't it suck to admit that to people on Instagram or Facebook? No, man, because I love a comeback story, and I love an underdog story. You got to realize that in this battle for bettering yourself, you're at constant fucking war with your old comfortable self that doesn't stop out of the limits ever. The guy that stays in the boxes all the time, the guy that eats McDonald's every day, the guy that doesn't wake up to go to the gym, the guy that uh, does half-ass work, the guy that's half-ass relationship, the half-ass father, the half-ass friend, the half-ass parent, the half-ass son, all that. That's what you're fighting. That's the fucking man. It's the man in the mirror. Michael Jackson had a song. Listen to it. It's pretty good. That's who you're fighting. That's who I'm fighting every day. I see not another single man as my competition. There are men that are greater than me, levels ahead, that I would like to catch up to, but I don't look at them and hate them because I know they did the fucking work to get there. I don't know that many trust fund fucks that just got handed shit. Everybody I know that's a, that accomplished shit, I look at the moves they made and see how do I get there to equal it. And when I get there, they might be 10 levels ahead or 10 levels below, depending on decisions they make. So you're always chasing that unicorn. I don't look at another man that bleeds and breathes like I do as competition. I don't fear any man, as most men don't, and it's not a macho thing, and, and women either. I don't know if women have the same ego-driven testosterone that men do, that it turns physical always, but a lot of grown-ass men are not scared of other men. So, you know, the you, you guys that peacock on Instagram, you know, like, oh, if a fucking guy walks, 
you're going to get shot in the face for no reason, especially if that guy's with his pregnant wife and his kid. You know, he's going to defend himself at all costs. A lot of grown men are not scared. They fear themselves. They fear their own monsters. They fear their own demons. They fear their own fuck-ups. They fear their dreams that they might have made too big. But what I've started to notice is the bigger you make the dreams and the more unattainable they are, the more they fucking scare you, the more you need to chase that dream, right? I've accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish, and I still have two months left in the year, right? November, is October, November, yeah, two months, two and a half months. So I'll push it in, we're done for this year. No, we're going on a prep, we went up weight, cooked all my meals today, back in the gym tomorrow at 6.30 a.m., 7, 8, you know, up at 6.30, at the gym at 7, back on the dial, one date night a, a, a month, and, and back in, because that's my torture chamber, that's where I love it. I am in a happy place. You know, like women have mimosas and, and girl time and getting your nails done and your eyebrows and flossing out and looking gorgeous like y'all do. My my happiness and my peace time is under a bar that I think is going to crush me <laughs> if I try to lift it. And going in there and looking at the mirror and staring at myself and fucking arguing with myself and going through all the the things I may have taken the wrong way when somebody told me because they, you know, they gave me an opinion and I didn't agree with it in that mindset and my ego answered the question before my mind got to answer the question. So I took it personal and now I have some imaginary hate towards this person. That happens a lot too. It's all driven in and it's all weird. It, it really is. So on to another subject that a lot of people are getting mad at. Mandatory vaccinations. This is a cut and dry one, right? I thought about it two weeks and once I waited my mind, I made up my mind that was it, Right? I work for the federal government. If I want to keep my job, right, I had to get vaccinated. So I got the first shot, whether people like it or not, whether you agree or not. But I'm going to explain the federal government to you in the easiest concept, right? The federal government is the ocean. Their rules are the sharks. You cannot jump in the ocean and tell the shark not to bite you when it's their fucking game. So if you don't like it, you're welcome to take your ball and go home and cry somewhere else. This is a power play right now. I'm not really need to die on the vaccination hill. I know there's a lot of millions. I know people that have friends and family and know people that have died from the vaccination. And you're right. It is a risk. It's 100% up to God. But so is becoming jobless, not having any income, and putting myself into poverty again after I've worked so hard to get out of that since I was raised pretty poor growing up. You know, my mom made this shit happen because she's superwoman. But by no means did we ever have money to throw away food every night and be wasteful. There were a lot of Vienna sausage and white rice nights, and if you're Boricua, you know what I'm talking about, or mac and cheese, or white rice and picadillos, or hot dogs nights, and we were never we never had that much to waste. So uh, there's no way in hell I'm putting myself back in that position. Now, that's my personal opinion. You have all the rights in the world to make your own personal opinion. If your job, if you don't have, I have five years invested in my job, if you don't have time invested and you can make the same wage somewhere else and not get vaccinated and you do that, you do what your career can handle. Uh, for the people that I understand that we're, 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 getting we're getting mandated, which I'm not really a fan of as an American, but we still have firearms and we still have everything else. And there's other wars to come that we're going to have to fight a lot more important than this one right now. Also, if you made the choice to get vaccinated, this conversation is not for you. So sit down and shut your fucking mouth because that's the argument I had to hear at work. Oh, I went and got vaccinated. You made that choice? Yeah, so do me a favor. Sit down and shut up, Kyle, okay? Kyles and Karens, you're not welcome in this conversation. We're talking about real shit here. It's people helping people, and it's deep stuff, guys. If you guys can text me the name of that movie, I will give you a dollar. Now, uh, something else that kind of... We're, we're rambling this first episode. Uh, you know, it might be an hour, it might be 20 minutes. I don't know. I'm just back, and, um, and I'm 
I see you guys smiling. It makes me happy. And we're back and we're consistent. The next time I will give a warning. I also have an update on the shirts. I revamped those too. So everybody that did give me deposits, no, I didn't forget. Your money's still sitting in my wallet. No, I didn't go shopping. No, you didn't lose your $30. I did not forget. But please send me your updated sizes. They're male t-shirts. So send me your updated sizes through WhatsApp. And if you want to get shirts now, again, um, we switched to some fucking killer, crazy um, four-way stretch. Beautiful. It's going to look, it's going to fucking form fit. Girls, your tits are going to look good. Guys, your tits are going to look good. You know what I mean? It's fucking sweet stuff. We're, we're, <laughs> we're gender neutral here, folks. <laughs> oh, man, that's the joke I always made when I was 400 pounds when chicks would say to some about their boobs. I'd be like, my tits look good too, so whatever. Um, yeah, so basically got a new car. R.I.P. to the Eclipse, the Silver Surfer. She was amazing. She went to a nice home. Uh, and now we have Venom, a.k.a. Gorilla. So you guys can guess she's black. She's all black. And she's a joy. And I'm going to love her and use her and do a lot of mods to her pretty much. And it's made me a car guy, which is funny because I grew up around car guys and I've never been a car guy at all. So that's wild. Also, my vacation. Uh, see, I'll share it on here because I'm talking to you guys. Even though it goes out to the world, only 150 people probably listen, you know. So, uh, me and the wife went to Aruba. It was phenomenal. What did I know about Aruba? I knew the Beach Boys sang about it before. That's all I knew about Aruba. Uh, it was, the people are salt of the earth, man. I wish America was like this. America's full of fucking assholes. Somebody cuts you off, you want to beep at them, you want to fight them, shoot them in public. Uh, it's, it, you know, you don't understand that they're having a bad day or you're having a bad day. Or maybe they just suck, because fucking people suck sometimes. But man, the, the people, salt of the earth, the weather... Uh, was fucking beautiful. The food was amazing, and I got to spend it with the most beautiful woman in the world. So it, w- it was really an amazing time. And I didn't start going on vacations till I got with my chick. So that, that's that's pretty cool. Seeing all these different things in the world, and you know, having your favorite view travel with you to other views is amazing. So that's cool. We're already planning the family trip and the next trip for next year. Um, and pretty much, oh. Pretty much, like, what was I saying? This is another one. This is So, my trip was awesome. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about it because I lived in the moment. It was cool. We took, like, 100 pictures. We went uh, four-wheel riding. We snorkeled. We had a great time. It's fucking Aruba. It's not that expensive. With 2500 bucks, you guys can go. You have a good time. That's hotel, airfare, and, like, $1,000 of spending money. You guys can have a good time. Try it out. Trust me. I mean, if you want to go, I'll give you the information where we went, what was included in that. I had so many pina coladas, I told my chick the floor was moving, and she said, no, that's because you're drunk, so, because they have a hammock that literally lays in the water, so you can drink in a hammock, and get double shot fucking pina coladas delivered to you, and they're perfect, like, uh, like, amazing, this is a funny one that I actually got, like, jumping subjects a little bit about relationships and accountability, before you can put in everything to your relationship, you got to put everything into yourself, right? And this sounds selfish as fuck, but you come before you, before everybody. As soon as they cut that umbilical cord, you, Anthony Roman, or you listening to this song, to this podcast, are by yourself, right? Until the day you have kids. When you have kids, it's all about them, I understand. But if you're not the best version of you as an individual, you're going to be a shitty parent, a shitty husband, a shitty wife, a shitty person to know. Because you're not putting any work into yourself, right? I do a monthly self-assessment of what I'm doing and what I need to... And I'm realistic with myself. You have to be realistic with yourself. If I ate too much junk food that month, we got it down. If I drank too much, we got to cut that down. If I cursed around my kid too much. If I was a little more short patience at work that week. 
I could, you got to cut it down. Check everything that you did, everything that's important to you. If it's not important to you, fuck it. Keep keep doing it, and, and who gives a shit? But if it's important to you and you need to make a change, do a self-assessment about it. If you're overweight and you want to lose some weight, wake up a little bit. Find the time. The excuse of I have no time is a terrible mindset. I was stuck in that mindset for a long time of I can't. I don't have. I, how the fuck? And then I I got a blessing because it was basically a fucking shot in the ass. I got Logan, which showed me all that is bullshit. It's all discipline. It's all you. And then discipline, uh, I finally got to understand guys that I like, like Rob Bailey, David Goggins, Jocko Willink, uh, Tim Kennedy, that were of the same cut of cloth as Logan, besides Logan not being in the military. I mean, Rob Bailey wasn't in the military either. But they're the same cloth. And these are the guys that epitomize discipline no matter what. These are, these are the guys that if they're married and they're in a whorehouse and everyone's naked asking for something, they walk past them to the bar and ask for a fucking cup of milk or a glass of water or some shit, you know? Just epitomize discipline and self-mastery. And if you can master yourself, no matter how big the things are outside of the world, you can take it. It just you, you can conquer them. They take one step at a time. Everybody worries about the finish line, but the journey truly is the most beautiful thing, right? I thought about this the other day. One of my buddies turned 30 years old, and we were talking. And he said, man, we're getting old. I said, you're actually young as fuck because you just left being old in the 20s, and now you're 30 again, so now you're zero. And then you got fucking six years of young, and then you'll hit 37, and then you'll be old for three years, and then you'll hit 40, and we'll be young again because you're at zero. Fuck the first number. It's the second number that counts to me. You'll be young again, you know? And it's... I'm a baby right now at 31 years old. I feel like I'm learning so many more things, the capacity to love, uh, relationships that are important to me, relationships that were important to me that are not anymore that you, you just take out because you're putting, you're, you know, you're watering your side of the garden way too much and they don't even know that the, you're in the garden on their side. So fuck them. I mean, it's going to happen. You're going to grow apart from friends. You're going to grow apart from people, colleagues. You know, you got to be real greedy with your time and spend it how you want to because it's your time on this fucking floating rock and infinite nowhere and infinity is getting larger uh all the time if that makes any sense and keep it going and 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 be the best that you can be the best son the best father the best husband everything you can and work for for you so yeah be selfish with yourself but it's gonna pay off for everybody around you the more that you put into yourself you know and that's pretty much this week's episode, welcome back. Oh, you know what? I'm going to leave you guys with a little story that I thought was super funny, right? At work, I work alone. Everybody that works with me knows this. I passed by. One of my uh, uh, one of my coworkers said, hey, you smell good. I said, always. I smiled, winked, and kept walking. Another person told me, that's cocky. I said, cocky and confidence are two things, different things. I am confident. She said, no, 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 that's cocky. And I said, no, confidence is different, you know? And I said... Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got them. So she said, that's rude. I said, rude is a thought of perception, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a matter of perception. Oh, what do you mean? Why would I make myself smaller to make you feel more comfortable? If, you get, if you're following me still, right? Remember that. Rude is a, is a thought of perception. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Yeah, I was. Rude is a matter of perception, is the way I told my mom, actually. And then my mom said I blew her mind with that, which was pretty crazy. I could still show her stuff at 61. But rude is a mind... What? Matter. Rude is a matter. Motherfucker. Matter of perception. I'm going to leave this in so you guys can hear me fumbling <laughs> my words. It's a matter of perception, right? Never make yourself smaller to make other people feel bigger or more comfortable, right? They'll adjust or they'll move out of the way. And I say this in the rudest, nastiest, meanest, humblest, prettiest way, right? 
they will adjust or they will get the hell out of the way. Do never make your dreams small, your aspirations small, your work ethic small, your confidence in yourself small, all the shit you work for small to make other people comfortable. Because at the end of the day, they don't give a shit. They just want to feel bigger than you. And if they're not bigger than you physically, they want to feel bigger than you financially, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And we're not giving them an inch, guys. It's headshots all year. It's all gas and no brakes. Fuck everybody that's against you. I call it Thanos mode, right? So tomorrow, we will be entering Thanos mode. October 14th is Thanos mode, right? A.K.A. Perfect Balance. A.K.A. Seven days a, week, a day, seven days a week at the gym, aka making you guys proud, because I'm making myself proud, aka bringing back the fucking podcast every week, hot and juicy on Thursdays. We're changing it to Thursdays now, and I really did think about doing the videos, but I just don't fuck with YouTube. YouTube is too progressive and fucking raw, 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 Winwood, artsy, fartsy for me, and I'm also never going to fake who I am for some likes and some views and some followers and subscribers, those guys can all subscribe to my ass and take a nice bite out of my left cheek because I don't give a shit, uh, YouTube's just not my party, guys, uh, podcast is my party, I'm a little bit better looking than David Stern, so my, I hope my voice makes you guys happy, I love you all, I hope you enjoy this episode, we are back, Uncensored Beard, Beard Nation out, much love, and talk to you guys next week. Next week. Next week. Next week, guys. Later.